0: Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach, with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the New Dentist Podcast Show, where you ask questions about getting into dental school, surviving dental school, getting into residency, surviving residency, and then surviving life as a dentist, as a new dentist. Be sure to uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. Darwin Speaks, as I will be posting videos and sessions like this every week. All right, Dr. Darwin Speaks on YouTube, and if you have questions, send them to me right over here at newdentistcoach at gmail.com, newdentistcoach at gmail.com. Today we're going to be continuing with one of my success uh, Smiles to Success coaching clients, student Dr. Mubarak, who's in, who's in Canada, and he is applying to dental residency programs here in the U.S., and we've been coaching him through that process. Uh, so good morning, Doc. Good to see you. It's good to see you. How are you? I'm doing good, man. It's getting to be a little bit like crunch time for you as far as this application process, right? Yeah, it's getting yeah. busy. So I'm glad that we're uh, continuing um, to get you some help along the way. So just to recap, tell us a little bit again uh, what your goal is. So my goal over the next two years going for
1: a GPR and then doing another year of GPR where I can get more into deeper, more deep depth in some of the oral surgery aspects. After this, I'll apply for an internship. Meanwhile, just to bump up my application. After doing my internship, that's when I'm considering applying to either oral surgery or auto programs so i'll basically i'll be using my 2 years of gpr to segue to which residency i would like to get into
0: awesome all right so that's the goal that's the target that's the final uh uh target that we're trying to achieve so we're working on that first component right now which is the the applications and everything that are that's associated with that So, awesome. So, last time we talked, we talked a little bit about your personal statement and writing a story and why you and um, how your GPR training that you hope to to receive is going to be implemented and be part of your professional goals. Uh, We'll still talk about that in the future here. But I know today you wanted to kind of concentrate a little bit on your CV, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I had a chance to take a look at it. And um, have you done uh, other CVs before or or resumes before? Not for applying
1: to any program per se. What about for dental school? Yes, I had to do that. When I was at my dental school, it was just simple because I have not done much, just my undergrad degree and my honors program.
0: So it was much simpler. Okay, okay. Because one of the things that I I wanted to see was uh, just to see what you had for dental school. Um, some of the formatting and some maybe some of the ways that you had it set up could be useful uh, as a as a CV. Now keep in mind, as you know, a CV is an extension of a resume, but it's really more for uh, about your professional achievements. Or achievements as a professional um, especially if you've done especially for academia right uh, especially if you've done some research or you have some significant work experience uh, within the academic realm um, so that's something to keep in mind so let's go through your your CV and uh, kind of talk a little bit about that and then afterwards I think you had some other questions about the past application all right, so let's do that afterwards. So let's let's tackle the CV. So in school there, do you guys have anyone helping you with CVs or those types of documents?
1: I think there was some sort of like um, I have not been to one. Yet. Say that again. I think there's so I think there's a specific person where you go to and they had a look at your CV.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, because I, w- I was I was going to recommend, you know, s- sometimes going to those people, I don't know if they even have a classes. I'm not even sure if they have it here in in the states for the dental students here. But at some point it's helpful to have someone kind of guide you and that's what we're going to kind of go over um right now. Let's let's go through your let's go through your CV. So one of the things that I saw on here that I wanted you to uh, take a look at was, you know, um, making, moving your education, that section that, that's in, that's about education, moving that up to the front, all the way up the page. All the way up, up the page. I think right now you have it uh, a little bit further down. Yeah. Where it's at. I'm trying to pick it up here um so move move that up okay i definitely would want you to move that up and the reason is is you know we want to see a little bit about we, we want to see you and, and from uh as a snapshot right now and then also you know prior to dental school so let's put that there and then that's an area where you can also expound a little bit about your achievements, if you were ranked in the top ten percent of your class, undergrad, or even currently right now, uh, in in, uh, in dental school, um, you've got your bachelor information, you got your dental school information. I would uh, so I like what you did as far as your your undergrad, as far as your bachelor of science, and you've got your dean's list, your scholarship. He said scholarship award for the top 1%, is that top one student in the, in the program, or is it one Just top one.
1: So you were number one,
0: yeah,
1: at the scholarship program.
0: Out of how many students out of 2000? So is that 2,000 that actually applied for the that applied for the scholarship or just at those 2000
1: at the scholarship program? So after they finish their undergrad, so it's a scholarship like from the government of Kuwait. So they are across the world in as in dentistry. Okay. So technically, two thousand student dental students across the world. I
0: was top as the top one student to finish undergrad at that program. So I would I would mention that somewhere in there because. What you just told me is not even, you know, I I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know that unless you told me. So somewhere in there I would put, you know, uh, underneath their top uh, ranked number one out of 2000 students. Uh, I'm sure it has something to do with your GPA, right? Yeah. So I would, I would include your GPA for, for both, for both, both the DDS program that you're currently in and then also for the bachelor of science. So uh, under the bachelor of science, under the, under the scholarship, you need to maybe make a small bullet point, um, about, you know, top, top number one out of 2000 students. And then another bullet point, what your GPA was. Okay. Right. And then at the same time under your doctor of dental surgery, uh, uh first of all you you should definitely put a space between those two a much bigger space um just so you have it have that there and uh and then under the doctor of dental surgery's uh, uh area put in that you what your current g p a is if you if you know it and your current rank i don't know if you if you guys get a rank there at House. okay what that does is, it, 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 what we're trying to do is pull out all of the, the key pertinent points off your CV. We will see it again in your past application, but it's good to just be able to kind of have, have your CV also be a, uh, uh, an overview, so to speak. Yeah. All right? So I would, I would put a little, again, separate the doctor Uh, DDS, uh, put a space between the two and then create a bullet point under the the DDS part for your GPA um, and maybe your rank where you are, where your rank is out of how many students you have in your class? Uh, 40. So whatever your rank is, four out of 40, put that put that there also. Also, do you, have you been have you received any awards while you've been in dental school? No. No. no? Yeah. Um just the are you on the dean's list um, in
1: dental and dental? I have no idea yet cuz we're not we don't know our rank yet until the last semester. Okay, so
0: so these last 3 years though, what about any information about Dean's list?
1: Or? Uh, yes. Last year I was in the Dean's list. The year before, now.
0: Okay. So I would put down 2017-18 Dean's list.
1: Okay.
0: Right, just like you did for just like you did for uh, undergrad. Yeah.
1: Because, like in undergrad, I was the in the Dean's list like all across from my whole year in undergrad. So that's where, like. I thought I have to wait till I uh, graduate to know.
0: Yeah. But you know right now what years in dental school you were on dean's list. You were yeah. on dean's list last year. So I would put seven. So the same thing you did on your bachelor of science, I would do the same thing under your DDS education and put on dean's list and put the year uh, underneath your, your current GPA. Okay. Again, we, you know, we, we wanna see that and you wanna disclose that and have it pop out. Um, so that's, that's always, always, always good. Uh, and then you've got some work and volunteer experience. Um, so that's good to have there. And there's another section that I want you to add. Uh, you, you, you need to have any, what about organizations? Professional organizations
1: i added it in the work and volunteer sections yeah let's see let's see let's see
0: um yeah i I wanna i want you to split this out I, i i wanna we we need to see what involvement what kind of leadership Slash organizational involvement you have currently or even have had in the past, but more so currently in dental school. These things that you have under work and volunteer experience is more, it may not necessarily be under student leadership or student organizations. Um, This BEAM program the Student Prosecutor Program, the SMILE Program Leader. Um, What about any organizations, school-based organizations, like I know in the U.S. we have what we call uh, ASDA, American Student Dental Association. Is there a Canadian uh, students, dental students organization?
1: Not really. I'm not aware of any of Canadian dentists association but like there is a, a student association in our class All in our school I like it's not across the camera okay I think I mentioned it in one of the
0: you said the administration what
1: I think it's the first one like the FDC a health and wellness committee member mm-hmm. that's the closest one to
0: Okay so that's uh you said you work alongside students from other dental schools year round on creating a platform of social social networking to motivate students sharing information students meet uh, or other national organizations at ACFD is that what is that what that is and CDA yeah okay so CDA is Canadian Dental Association yeah um what's ACFD it's the same thing,
1: how like the foundation.
0: Uh. So. So what does it stand for? So, a- it was like,
1: it's a a private school. like that's why they told me like it's a American and Canadian foundation of that street.
0: Ah. Uh, okay. So, you got to keep in mind. For people who are looking at your application who are not from Canada who may not know what that is, so you may you may want to spell that out okay all right um, association Canadian canadian for uh whatever that is the foundation of dentistry <clears throat> and uh so you're you're part of that you're part of that network you're on that committee, yeah right. So because last year was our first meeting. yeah. And then what is this what is this beam, beam. So, yeah
1: beam is uh, it's a program that happens in our school mm-hmm. where they, they were paired up with uh, student uh, kids with mental disorders and then we guide them through for two hours to life and provide an oral healthcare to them. Go over how to maintain a good oral habits.
0: Okay. And you're doing that as a student, right? As a dental student? Yeah. Okay. Uh okay. And then what's the smile program that you have down here? The smile blog. i like
1: the last contribution happened was last week, where we went to the Olympics kids and we provided mouth guards to them. So it happens every year, where we organize some tr- camp trips and then we go over the across Canada with the, we do promoting oral health. Like last year, like this year. We did for each kids that participating in the Olympics, we did for them um, a mother
0: okay, so some of these look like they're school based um, you know organizations, and then the other ones look like they may just kind of like volunteer, yeah type thing. so uh, I think I think we need I think we need to separate it out, okay. Um, and I want you to change the title to professional uh, instead of relevant work and a volunteer experience. I think we should change the title to um, professional organizations. Okay. Right. And, you know, and we can play around with it a little bit. Keep this. Ti- keep this other title for something else. We'll push some of the stuff we'll keep some of the stuff that's, that's here now, keep it under relevant work, volunteer experience until we can rename that as well. But, but some of this actually, I want you, I want us to put it in. uh, I suggest we put it in like a professional organization so we can see and kind of highlight your involvement in, in organizations within dentistry as a student. So this first one, the FCDSA. <coughs> I want you to spell out what that means. Okay. FCDSA. Spell out what that means, and then um, underneath that, then you put health and wellness committee member. Okay. All right. And then you can you can kind of.
1: And then explain a bit more in the yeah. form.
0: well yes. you you can use this explanation that you have, but we may want to do it in bullet points.
1: Okay. And I would put more towards entity specific, right?
0: Yeah, I would I would want it to be more in bullet points, but um uh Like for example, as you wrote out, as a member of the Health Awareness Committee, I work alongside students from other dental schools year round on creating platforms or social networks to motivate students, sharing informative resources helpful to improve dental students' well-being, promoting dental students' mental and physical health through contests and challenges, advocating for the students' mental and physical wellness needs through collaboration with other organizations. <laughs> so that's a lot. We we, we just want to. I just want to see the bullet points, the main points. Like, um, first bullet point would be that second sentence that you have: create a plat, create platforms on social networks to motivate students. Next bullet point would uh, would put help to improve dental students' well being. Um, you know, promoting their well being through mental and physical health. And then the third bullet point: uh, collaborate collaborate with national organizations. Canadian Dental Society and whatever that other one is, A-C-F-D.
1: So Association of Canadian Faculty of Dentistry.
0: Yep. So spell it out. Spell that out completely. And then you can put the acronym afterwards in parentheses. Okay. Okay. What that does, it makes it a little cleaner and it just highlights those main points from that paragraph that you're explaining. So that's good. Um, and you may be asked in the interview, or you know, they, they may say, hey, tell me a little bit more about your your work or your involvement in the uh, FCDSA. And then that's when you can explain so what you wanna, you wanna keep it concise and short for your CV, so that it still explains it, but uh, it still highlights it, but it doesn't get lost by being too wordy. Cool. All right. That's my recommendation. I mean, still keep a copy of this so you can re- reference it, but uh, yeah. let's clean it up. Uh, this other one, Beam. Now that now is is that a is that an actual? school organization
1: yes and the P, like because everyone ability matters that's like the actual acronym for it because every like p other to because everyone ability matters
0: okay so cool so this will be the second one and you put that's the name of the organization because everyone's ability matters and and in parentheses right after i would put beam okay next next sentence i mean next line i would put just like you put up top you put committee mail, member here you're going to put student leader and then underneath that you'll do your bullet points okay um and you can put down you know bullet point would say uh spend time with autistic children weekly and make crafts do science experiments and work on improving the social skills so you can say uh, on the bullet point maybe uh weekly let's see weekly hmm um spend time weekly Improving social, social skills of artistic children, right? Next bullet point, um, direct interaction with children with various disabilities. And it should be, maybe there should be another bullet point. I have to, we have to kind of think of something else that you guys do. Uh, Maybe you guys are, you have any affiliation or anybody else helping you guys with that? Like any other outside association or groups helping you guys with that?
1: Uh, Medicine program. School of medicine?
0: Yeah. All right. Third bullet point would be uh, collaborate. uh collaborate like this initiative with the Housing school of medicine yeah, we're, we're, collaborate and work with uh school of medicine or uh, medicine students with on various events right because what you're showing and what you're trying to demonstrate is that you're able to work well with people you you're collaborating with other other entities, other groups, other people that may have a similar interest. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then this next one, student prosecutor. That doesn't, I don't think that's a group, but that no. may be, that may be, so we're going to stick that one under another heading, which is probably uh um, uh, let's see. Professional. Let's see, if we got professional groups. We probably want to do this one as uh, professional experience or something like that. Or right? Yeah.
1: Uh i would go through same thing with the bullet
0: points underneath it i would yes smile program leader was this is more for was that doing undergrad and that's and then yeah because it's got 2010 2014.
1: yes and i started working with them this year
0: again okay so you got to you got to put that you got to put that on there you got to put 2010-2014, 2010-2014 and then underneath that uh 2017-present. Yes. I would add that since since you're doing that again. That's great. All right. That's great. Um but that would be under volunteer like a volunteer experiences. Yep volunteer experiences or you can put uh professional experience and then you can put you can have two categories you can have one for volunteer and you can put this one underneath and if we need to and we'll create another one if we have to so professional experience would be the big heading and underneath that would be volunteer Experience. I'm sorry. Just put. Uh, just put. Volunteer. Volunteer. Okay. And then the next one here: create association for the care of children in hospital. Uh, in hospital or in hospitals or the hospice. Hospital. Hospital. Okay. So there. So these kids are in. In and- ho- yeah so like these kids are actually like
1: in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So we go we do the rotation every day. And then we they assign each volunteer uh, a a kid in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So we we'll spend the whole day with them try to go and promote a better living and a condition in the hospital.
0: Okay. So, are there other people in the school that do it? I, I think this is more. This would be more under prov- uh, professional experience, maybe under volunteer. Volunteer, yeah. I would put that. Up, I would put that one also under volunteer. And uh, bullet points. Uh, collaborate with pediatric dentists.
1: and advocate for optimal conditions.
0: Another bullet point would be uh, uh, help to reduce adverse effects of hospitalization for children's development and well-being you're basically just taking that paragraph that you have, those two sentences, was yeah, to. right? Yeah. Next one, Immigrant Services Association of Nova Scotia. So through dental school, you're exposed to the program which offered oral care to immigrants that include emergency pain and management. Yep, I would put this also under volunteer experience, right? Just like you have it, Immigrant Services Association Nova Scotia, you got it in parentheses, uh, bullet point. Uh, um, provided direct oral care to immigrants, including emergency pain management and treatment planning. That's perfect. Is there any other uh associations or groups Canadians, association or groups that are helping you guys with that program
1: and they come to the dental schools on saturdays saturdays and sundays so we uh, take them we develop a treatment plan we take them we do pulpotomies parties and extractions only
0: okay that's great so yeah that's definitely under volunteer experience and you're you're still doing that right now? Yeah. you We've you, yes. been doing it since last year, right? Yeah, and third and fourth year. Okay, so under the date, the year that you have 2017-2018, just put it, just correct it. Take 2018 out and just put present, right? Because you're still doing it. Yes. Yeah, Same thing with uh, the one above it. If 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 you if you're still doing it in 2018. Um, I would change the 2017 and put present, Kay. right? Because that tells us that you're still doing it, and that might be something people want to want to hear about. Yeah. All right. Uh, and let's go back to your first page of your CV. And
1: um uh, one question. So the first top I would move the education, then I'm gonna put org- work and organization.
0: Well, I wanna I wanna um I wanna split it up. I, I think you should put let's see, number one, you got your name. Uh what I would do with your name up top is put it in the center 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 it instead of instead of having left just justified I would put it in the center right that way it'll it'll create some balance yeah all right um you can keep the professional summary just check your typo there and you want that to be kind of uh, you want that to stand out highly professional and dedicated dental graduate with a strong work ethic you might want to add something else you know something about who you are listen to that um you know who who loves children or uh loves the the whatever component that you that you like about dentistry you might want to add add that in there all right, because it's a summary. Highly professional, dedicated. Um, and you can say uh uh dedicated and um I don't know, teachable, uh, coachable, uh enthusiastic. I mean just other words that are, that describe you as an individual, right? Professional, dedicated, what else? Discipline. Yeah, you could put discipline, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah with a strong work ethic, um, uh, uh, constantly, you know, something passionately interested or passionate about X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And then you can go right into dental education. Or you you can go to your education uh, subtitle that you have on page two, move it up to right under your professional summary. Okay. Um, Licenses. I mean, unless you have another license, a professional license, you don't need that there. Okay. All right. So I would take that out. Uh. Dental experience, skill set. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we need the skill set only because it may be assumed that as dental student, as a dental student or a new graduate, that you have these um, skill sets. What you could do. Is maybe combine this? Yeah. See this this skill set and this dental experience that you have here, it's it's going to be known that you have got some of these experiences as a as a as a new graduate. It's just part of your training. Yeah. All of that's part of your training. So that you know, we 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 know we know that. I just need to put my
1: charger. Yep. Yeah
0: yeah we we know that stuff but i think i see why you are highlighting it cuz keep in mind you're going to be using this as a foundation not only for for this year but at some point you're going to be utilizing some of this information for your application for internship and then also for the specialty program so if you have a a biased for ortho and oral surgery then that would be the opportunity where you would kind of put plug in this dental experience that you have and just highlight those for ortho and oral surgery at least that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking yeah i would take out the skill set yeah you can take out the skill set um and maybe, yeah, maybe just save the information for later on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can use it as talking points or you can talk, you know, when you're in an interview or you're interacting with somebody, you can kind of explain to them what your training has been like. Because remember, U.S. dental schools and Canadian dental schools are similar, but also different. So someone who's not familiar with, Canadian students may need to understand what kind of procedures, how 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 you all are taught there, as it compares to the U.S. So that skill set section is good to have for you, but not necessarily on the CV right now. I don't think. Okay, same as the dental experiences. Now the dental experiences. Um, I don't know, some some of this stuff I want you to kind of keep, but I don't know where to put it. Um, I mean, again, all, all of these are just experiences that you've had as part of your training, right? Yeah. Um, You may be able, maybe, maybe we call it something else. Maybe we call it like a highlight of experiences, or specified or specific dental experiences. Um, yeah. But especially the 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 information. The experiences that deal with ortho and oral surgery because again those are the ones that you're you're targeting. You're targeting those even though you're, it's just for the GPR you're still kind of targeting those. And I, I don't want you to lose this information for this CV for this for yeah, a- save them for later though. Yeah you could you could let's let's do this. Once you put it aside for right now and with the updates that we just I just had you do. Once you, once I've seen those new updates and how it's laid out on your pay, on your page, on your paper, on your sheet, if we have some areas that are open, maybe we can go and grab some of the dental experience and create a different highlight and and plug them back in somehow. Okay. Okay. Dental experience licenses. And that's it. Uh. What I would also have you do is you need to add a section for references. It's going to call it professional references. And you could do one or two things. You can say underneath it available upon request, which of course we're going to request it (laughs) (coughs) or under there you can just say you can list three people if you already know three people that can speak about you verbally not necessarily a letter of recommendation i would put those three people down there okay so
1: i'll put their names and their numbers and email
0: I would put their yep. i would put their address their email and their telephone number okay now those and i would say three those three people if you have a strong three people um those people can also be the people that are actually writing your letters of recommendation have that have already agreed to do such yeah right so you yep. don't want to put anyone down that that you haven't talked to, but, yes, I, mm-hmm.
1: but so you, I would go just, ahead go ahead so I would just put down the
0: three people that I already talked to, and they would speak highly about people right. you can put more if you have more, but I would say at least three, but only those that you've connected with and will speak of you favorably because. If you have three, you know, person who's looking at it may only contact two or maybe just one, but you don't know which one it is. Yeah. So it could be any one of those three if you put them down. Right. But you should at least put down more than one. Definitely. So three is usually a a nice number. Okay. Okay. That's great, man.
1: And then that would be under Professional References.
0: Yeah, last section, Professional References. So let's get that cleaned up. We'll take a look at that. Um, If you can get that done this week, the sooner the better. Yes, I'll finish it in two days. Yeah, um, one of the things that you want to keep in mind as far as once you clean that up, we'll take a look at the layout. But you don't want to have a lot of white space, either white space on your on your sheet. Either you may have to change your font or the size of the text, or we may need to um, add some areas so that the spacing. Uh, so you don't have a lot of a lot of uh, space. We want it to look nice, formatted, professional, but we want it to be concise and to the point. Uh, in case well, in your case, people were gonna are gonna go to your past application as well, and they'll have some more uh, details to it. Okay. All right. So
1: I'll change the format
0: yeah we'll change the format let's let's just see what it looks like. So when you get finished with those updates in two days, send them to me, and let's take a look at it and then we'll oh. talk about it. Awesome, so that takes care of the c v. for today yeah now let's go into questions that you may have regarding um you have about the past application
1: yes. So my question is regarding the pass application is about the part one and two, NBD. Yes. So the first one would be, I will have my first part one next week. Mm -hmm. And I'm planning to take the second one, maybe in January, like whenever my Canadian interboard Exam mm-hmm. like would the would should do you prefer me to do the part two earlier than in January? Or it doesn't really affect the past application,
0: it doesn't really affect the past application. All, all it's going to tell program directors and people is number one, which exams have you taken already, and whether you passed or not and it's going to at the same time it's going to also tell us which ones you haven't taken so when you take it you got to keep in mind you're going to be interviewing from october to december probably yeah so it's understood that every year that some people are not taking the part two until january just that's just how some schools are uh, in addition to that some schools have them taken in december So if it comes up in in an interview, you you just say, hey, I'm, you know, I I took part one already. I'm taking part two in January. That's coming up. Okay. Again, you may get a question, well, is it required for your graduation? Some schools, you have to take it and pass it. Other schools, it's just you just have to take it. So whatever your school's requirements are for graduation will dictate um that information for the board
1: yeah yeah i'll be doing because this week i'll be taking part one the week after i'm doing my competencies for the cdca Mm -hmm. and the week after is another clinical competencies for the cdca which is endel Mm
0: mm-hmm
1: I think after this, we'll have our final exams in DDS-4. And then we have uh, from December to May, where we do our Canadian works. Mm-hmm. So that's when I'm planning to take the part two. Gotcha. And uh, the written parts of the CDCA at the same time. Because they're all Together.
0: Now when you say Canadian boards, you mean the uh, um, the boards for licensure, or is it um, the, uh, the the didactic part, the didactic boards?
1: Uh, uh, for licensing.
0: Okay. So could you guys have that one just one yeah. Canadian countrywide exam? Yes. Which is totally different than what we have in the US, where we've got the CDCA, we got the CERTA, we got the Web, all these regional boards. Yeah. Yeah. Canada Canada has one exam for the whole entire country. Yeah. Which um, the US has been trying to do, getting a little bit closer to it um, for years. They've been trying to do it. The problem here is that, you know, each, state or each province in Cali and, and and Canada. Each state here has their own, you know, they, they, they're given their own autonomy to um to say which exams, which regional board exams they accept. And some of them still don't accept. Some of them used to not accept any of the board exams. You had to go to like California, you had to go to to Florida or you had to go to Nevada or even Texas to take their own clinical dental licensing board on patients. Yeah. Yeah, so some of that has changed now in the last five to 10 years where those same states that I mentioned now are part or will accept uh, a CDCA or take a a web or take a CERTA, a Southeast Regional, testing agency board so that's good so hopefully we'll move towards one exam across the whole entire united states you take that and you can now apply to a license for a license in any state they gotta do, they gotta do something man because that's that's causing a problem for uh for a lot of the uh people that are in other states that people just may not want to go to you know some people Uh, some practitioners may not want to go to Wyoming or Montana or um, Idaho but guess what there are people that live there that need dentists And if you got to take a a, a separate board exam or multiple board exams to go different parts of the country then it's really restrictive for us as dentists so we'll see but uh, back to you so that's good man so part one and part two that's for National boards? U.S. national boards? Yeah, NBD. Okay. Okay. Cool, man. So, how do you think the session went today? It was good, right?
1: It was very good. It was very helpful. Like, I haven't, because in, in our school, like, they, we didn't have a Specific session, like to tell us how to write our CV or resume, and I wasn't sure. Like I looked at a couple things on the on the internet how like they weren't specifically designed for dentistry. Yeah, and I actually learned a lot. Like I would, I had down five pages of notes, and I will listen to the recording again to make sure that I haven't missed anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, keep in mind, it's a process. You know, we may have to continue to tweak a little bit here. But once I see it visually, because you got to remember, when they get your, C- your CV, it's a visual thing. So depending on how it looks, I know in some, for some residents or candidates, you know, it's rec- it, it could be recommended as an option to put a picture, you know, where your name is. Where your name is right now on that, on that left hand uh, indentation side you can put a picture there some people do that Um, and there's many different types of formats of how you put your name and how you put your contact information Um, but usually what happens I know for me is the CVs that look interesting format wise are the ones that draw my attention that I'm going to look at not that I don't look at all of them but it's very helpful to have something that looks different that kind of forces me to look into the document to to take a look at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so that, so I'm glad today was helpful, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you very much for this time. You're welcome. You're welcome. And if you guys out there are listening, want to spend some time with me coaching and coach with your CV, your personal statement, um, some tips, interviewing, which we're going to be doing very soon. Uh, with student Dr. Mubarak, send me an email at newdentistcoach at gmail.com, newdentistcoach at gmail.com. We'll get you signed up. and But I want to hear about what things, what issues, what problems, what things that are, are maybe causing you some some trouble, and uh, we'll come up with a plan of action. Hey, man, thanks so much for today. Appreciate you. And send those updates to me. So we can All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And you guys, check out the next video that's coming up, and we'll see you on the next video later on. See you, Doc. Yeah.